darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize Yahweh's neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for digging down, stand and face the hounds of death and runs and sons of corpses shed. <laughs> What is going on, my ghost duels and non-binary fools? Welcome back to Nerd Explosion, the weekly podcast where based on a monthly topic, I nerd out about whatever I want. As always, I'm your host, Cameron. We're finally into October. It is finally October. It is the pinnacle of spooky season, and yes, spooky season starts at the beginning of September. Not October, like a lot of people think, and not only on Halloween. Spooky season is from September till let's say the first week of november because honestly relating halloween to only one day are you kidding me no it's gotta be like a month-long thing just this whole season is spooky season and in that vein i'm making the theme of october obviously halloween you know anything scary anything halloween related just everything having to do with halloween uh, starting with today's episode i figure it'd be a good way to start things off by doing another tier list. The tier list I'm going to do for you guys today, obviously with it being Halloween month, I'm going to do Halloween movies. Now, I'm not going to focus specifically on, like, scary movies or stuff like that. I'm just going to focus, like, in general, just Halloween movies, like anything I can think of, whether it's actually a scary movie or a movie that's, you know, obviously Halloween-based. So, before I get into that... New episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday, so make sure you're liking, following, you know, do all the things that do all the stuff. But enough talk. Let's get into this tier list, shall we? Now, the easiest way I found to do this was I went to pickerwheel.com, which is this a really good thing if you want to do, like, random decisions. It's a wheel you can put a bunch of text or images on, and it spins a wheel and picks something at random. And I figured that'd be a good way to go through this list. So let's spin the wheel, shall we? All right. Our first one is Hubie Halloween. That's an odd choice to start off on. But yeah, Hubie Halloween. For those that don't know, Hubie Halloween was a movie, I believe it came out like a year or two ago it is on netflix and it's uh it's an adam sandler movie it basically takes place in salem i believe the town of salem and hubie is this guy who's like really obsessed with safety but hates being scared he's like a huge scaredy cat and just goes around and makes sure you know everyone's safe around halloween um i think there's a killer that goes around and he ends up, like, catching the killer at some point, and then everybody, at first, everybody just does not respect Hubie at all, but then, obviously, by the end of the movie, everyone, everyone likes him, and, you know, it's, it's a decent Adam Sandler movie, it really reminds me of, like, his older stuff that's good, you know, like, uh, Happy Gilmore, uh, Billy Madison, it reminds me of, like, those days of Adam Sandler movies. That being said, I put it at a B. It's definitely not my favorite Halloween movie, but it's, it's a pretty decent Halloween movie, like, nonetheless. Uh, one of the kids, actually, there's... So, Hubie talks with this one woman who is, ends up being a love interest who has these kids, and one of the kids is played by Noah Schnapp. If you don't know who Noah Schnapp is, he is Will Byers in Stranger Things. I will say, what put, what put it at B for me is the very beginning, like, when there's this supposed killer that escapes a mental hospital... And there's an orderly that is supposed to check on the psycho killer. And the orderly that checks on him is Ben Stiller. And he's playing his character from uh, Happy Gilmore. You know, in Happy Gilmore where he uh, puts his... Uh, Happy puts his grandma in the in the nursing home. And she's like... Excuse me, could you trouble me? Could I trouble you for a glass of warm milk? It helps me sleep and... You know, Ben Stiller's character is the one that turns around and he's like, you didn't trouble me for a warm glass, shut the hell up. I just, I love that they, 
they reference that. I love that he's the exact same character. I just love it. All right. So wheel, wheel, wheel. Spin, spin, spin. What Halloween movie am I going to talk about n now? I forgot to rhyme there. We got... Raji Horror Picture Show. Easy, easy S tier for me. Easy S tier for me. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, to sum it up, Rocky Horror Picture Show is about a young newlywed couple, Brad and Janet, who are going off to their honeymoon, but their car breaks down in the middle of the woods during a rainstorm. So they decide to look for help at this old mansion, and they stumble across more than they bargained for with uh, Dr. Frankenfurter and all his cohorts. And it turns out they are trying to get back to their uh, home planet of Transylvania. Was it the was the planet Transylvania? I don't I don't remember that specific detail. But Rocky Horror Picture Show it's a classic. It's a it's definitely a cult classic. There are like there are certain uh, theater shows dedicated to it. You can go you can watch it just normally. But there are people who put on events and. Like, there are certain things you're supposed to do during the movie, like throw toast at the screen or yell certain things. There's people who put, like, a lot of effort into these events. But, no, Rocky Horror Picture Show is fantastic. I mean, I make a point to watch it every year around Halloween, so easy S tier for me. Let's spin one more time. We got a lot to go through, so let's keep on spinning. Silence of the Lambs, okay. Silence of the Lambs, where did I put that? Uh, to sum it up, Silence of the Lambs, I haven't seen the movie, like, that much, but Silence of the Lambs, it deals with, uh, the killer known as Hannibal Lecter. Uh, you know, Silence of the Lambs, the little, I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> it's a, it's a classic, it's a certified classic. A lot of people love this movie. I put it at a B only because I haven't seen it that much. For me, I'll have to put it at a B because I have to watch it plenty more times to, you know, have it be top of my list. But I, I, you know, I don't think it's a bad movie at all. I just haven't seen it that much. So anyway, Silence of the Lambs. I put it at a B. What do we got next on this wheel? Resident Evil. Okay. Resident Evil. Alright, where did I put Resident Evil? I put it at a C. And now, now the reason is, now, if you don't know Resident Evil, the Resident Evil movies were based off the video game of the same name, Resident Evil. And Resident Evil, pretty much in video, in terms of video games, defined uh, survival horror. And obviously, at some point, they're like, hey, we need to make movies off of this. And my biggest problem with the Resident Evil movies is that the main, you know, they switched up the main character. They're just like, hey, here's this woman named Alice. Now, no no disrespect to Mila Jovovich at all. She does fantastic in these movies. She's a fantastic actor. But Resident Evil, my main problem is that, you know, obviously they're like, oh, you know, look at all this, look at this. Here's sprinkling of, uh, you know, stuff in the video games. Here's sprinkling of these characters. You know, they did their own thing. I love the first one. I will say, I love the first movie. Every movie after that just seemed like a thoughtless, uh, emotionless cash-in. They just like, oh, how long can we milk this franchise? It just, that, that's what it felt like to me. It felt like the rest of them were just milking it. Like, I watched a little bit of uh, Resident Evil Retribution the other day. Uh, I got to the part where Nemesis came into play, and... I feel like they really did Nemesis dirty. Like, he was this big, imposing threat in the games. And then in the movie, he's just like, hey, he's here's this big guy with a machine gun. Oh, he's not going to shoot this one guy and just walk away. That's not the Nemesis I know. That's not the Nemesis that I know and fought from the Resident Evil games. So, yeah, for me, uh, God, I lost my list here. I put it at a C. You know, it's a good movie. It could be better. All right. Let's spin. Actually, I was going to say one more time, but we got a lot to go through here. This might be a long episode, but what do we got next? What do we got next? Practical Magic. Up next, we have 
Practical Magic. Oh, for those of you that don't know, Practical Magic came out in 1998. Sally and Jillian, born into a magical family, have mostly avoided witchcraft themselves, but when Jillian's vicious boyfriend, Jimmy Angelov, dies unexpectedly, the Owen sisters give themselves a crash course in hard magic. With policeman Gary Hallett growing suspicious, the girls struggle to resurrect Angelov and unwittingly inject his corpse with an evil spirit that threatens to end their family line. This is this is a really good movie. This is another classic movie. It's Sandra Bullock as a witch. Uh, where did I put it? Where did I put it? I put it at a B. Just because, you know, it's a classic movie. I haven't seen it that much, so I don't have like a big, like, big memory of any particular moments. But I am a fan of Sandra Bullock. And, you know, the fact that she's playing a witch in this, you know, just, it it's good together. I definitely recommend Practical Magic for, like, a classic... I say classic, but, you know, depending on if you consider 1998 classic. But, you know, it's a classic movie. I definitely recommend it. All right. Let's move on, shall we? What do we got next? What do we got next? Wheel, give me the goods. Give me the goods. Give me the goods. Jennifer's body. <laughs> Jennifer's body. Now, Jennifer's body is a movie basically... There's, it deals with uh, two high school girls, one of them being uh, Jennifer, obviously, and she is like this like vampire cannibal person that uh, lures, lures men to her uh, sexually. You know, she has sex with them before she kills them and devours them in order to stay beautiful, basically. Uh, it's, Meg it's Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried. I put it at a D. Uh, I, I think I enjoyed it at the time it came out because Megan Fox was hot and, you know, boobs and whatnot. But ultimately, looking back, I put it at a D because it's just not that good of a movie. <laughs> there is one moment that I've seen because everybody was obsessing over uh, Patrick Starr, you know, Spongebob. Uh, they're obsessing over his voice actor. And they pointed out that he actually has a certain part in Jennifer's body, where he yells at somebody that he's gonna uh, nail their testicles to their door. Uh, I'll put it in here if I can find the clip. You hear me, you bastard! I'll cut off your nutsack and nail it to my door! Like one of those lion door knockers rich folks got! That will be your balls! But looking back at it, Jennifer's Body is just not that great of a movie. Uh, I don't, I don't, it did give us uh, a good Panic at the Disco song, which I think it's, uh, I think the song that came out of that was uh, New Perspective. I believe that's the song that was on the soundtrack. But no, looking back, Jennifer's Body, definitely not a good movie. All right, let's spin. Go, go, spin, spin, wheel, 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 spin, spin, spin. What movie will possibly win? Halloween as a whole, like the Halloween movies, you know, Michael Myers and all that. Halloween as a whole. Where did I put it? Uh, hello? Uh, I put the Halloween movies. Now, <laughs> now a lot of people are probably gonna uh, go after me for this, but I put it at a B. Now, hear me out. I love the original Halloween movie. I love the Halloween, original Halloween movie so much. The only reason I put it at a B is because there are a lot of movies in the, in the series that I believe did not do the first movie justice. Like, we did go with the first movie, second movie was okay, and then it went downhill the more that came out. But I will say, in recent years, with uh, the re... the uh, I guess remake of Halloween. I think that one came out in 2018. But once they brought Jimmy Lee Curtis back into it, uh, the most recent Halloween movies like Halloween, Halloween Kills, and the one that's coming out this year, Halloween Ends, those are great. Those look, I mean, Halloween End looks great. It hasn't come out yet, but I definitely will be going to see it. Those look great. So I'll say I put it at a B because the first one was great, second one was okay. 
The other ones were, weren't that great. They were just not great in my opinion. But then it redeemed himself with uh, rec- in recent years. So, Halloween as a whole, I put it at a B. Alright. Spin. Spin, 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 spin. What do we got next? What do we got next? Ooh, alright. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, it's a lot of people's favorite. A lot of people love this movie, and I do as well. I put it I put it at an A, because while it's not like my top favorite Halloween movie, it is one that I have to watch every year. So, Hocus Pocus is definitely a classic. And there's actually a sequel that I believe is coming out soon, or it might be out by the time this episode comes out. But yeah, there's a sequel to it with the original th- three witches, uh, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and uh, Kathy and Jimmy. Those original three are back for it, so Hocus Pocus is definitely top of my list. It's a classic. It's still a feel-good movie to this day. I love it. I love everything about Hocus Pocus, so yeah, Hocus Pocus. Definitely, uh, it's A tier for me. Let's spin again. Spin, 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 and begins courting each of them in turn. Eventually, Daryl tells them that they are witches, but as the three friends spend more time at his mansion, enjoying themselves and learning about their powers, they begin to worry about Daryl's ultimate, ultimate attention. Uh, this movie's pretty good. Uh, IMDb gave it a 6.5 out of 10. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. This movie came out in 1987, uh, but... The cast is pretty good on this. You got Jack Nicholson, you got Michelle Pfeiffer, you got Susan Sarandon, you got Cher. Uh, I don't know. I like this movie just, you know, it's Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson has always been one of my favorite actors. So, uh, Witches of Eastwick is a pretty good movie. Where did I put it? I put it at an A. I mean, it's a pretty good movie from what I remember. And I know if I put it any lower, my wife would probably have my ass. And I would probably be deader than Ned Fulmer's career. Uh, Witches of Eastwick. Yeah, definitely A tier for me. Pretty solid movie. I mean, Jet Nicholson, what more could you ask for? Alright, spin, spin, spin. What do we got next? What do we got next? We still got plenty to go through here. Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. F. I put it in an F. Uh, Blair Witch Project, for those of you that don't know, Blair Witch Project was, it's one of those found footage movies, you know, given that, like, when you're watching it, most of the, like, what you're seeing looks like it was filmed by, like, somebody with a handheld camera, and I just, I don't like found footage movies. I just, I don't like them. I just, yeah, I don't. I don't care for Blair Witch Project at all. I found it way too cheesy, just, you know... I, I I didn't like the pacing. I just I didn't like Blair Witch Project, so I would have to put that at an F for me. Uh, moving on. Spin, 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 spin. spin. Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Where did I put it? Where did I put it? Where is it? Where is it? Ooh, this might make some people angry, but I put it at a B. Now, hear me out, hear me out, before you before you attack me for this, Edward Scissorhands is a great movie. I love it. It's a classic. It's a classic Tim Burton movie. I just, I'm not a, I'm not as big of a fan of it as I am, like, other Tim Burton movies. Like, if I had to rank it, like, just looking at Tim Burton movies... I, it would definitely be low in my top five. It is in my top five, but I would probably put it at, like, number five. 
but it's Johnny Depp. I mean, I'm a fan of Johnny Depp. I'm a huge fan of Johnny Depp, actually. Uh, but Edward Scissorhands, I just, you know, it's not my favorite Tim Burton movie. That said, I put it at B because I still think it's a great movie. And I highly recommend anyone watch it. I, it's, I mean, especially if you're a fan of Tim Burton movies. Edward Scissorhands is definitely a great one to uh, have on that list. All right. Spin! You spin me right round, baby, right round like a record, baby. Ghostbusters! Okay. Ghostbusters. Where did I put it? Where is it? I put it at A tier. Uh, like I said, not like my ultimate Halloween movie, my ultimate go-to Halloween movie, but Ghostbusters is definitely, definitely a good movie. I definitely recommend Ghostbusters. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's a certified classic. It gave us one of the best Halloween songs of all time. And there's something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! It's, it's a great movie. Uh, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Harold Remus, R.I.P., the legend. Uh, Ghostbusters, it's a great movie. And they kind of went downhill. I mean, the original two were great. And then they tried to remake it with, like, Melissa McCarthy in them. And that movie tanked. It absolutely tanked. It was just, it was not great. A lot of people were like, oh, well, that's what happens when you put women in the role. And it had nothing to do with them being women. It was just the fact that the movie just wasn't good at all. Uh, but I will say the most recent one that came out, um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, I believe it was. That one was great. Uh, it had Finn Wolfhard in it. Uh, it had a lot of the returning original cast, like Sidorney Weaver, uh, Bill Murray, uh, Dan Aykroyd, and uh, God, I can never remember the other guy's name. Uh, hold on, let me let me look it up here real quick. No, not historians. Goddamn iPhone. Understand what I'm trying to swipe here. Ghostbusters. All right, test. We got. Ernie Hudson, that's who the other guy is. That's who is is Winston. Oh, there's Annie Potts in it, too. She was uh, Janine. I don't think, uh, who is it? I don't think Rick Moranis came back for this one, but uh, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson did. They did for sure. And Harold Ramis, well, you know, he wasn't in it because obviously he died before the movie came out. He died before they made that movie. Uh, he appeared as a ghost, which was a really touching tribute to Harold Ramis. But no, Ghostbusters, definitely a great movie. Definitely a great movie. It's, 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 I mean, what else did I say? It's a great movie. All right. Spin. You spin me right round, baby, right round. Like a record, baby, right round, round, round. You spin me right round. Beetlejuice. Okay. Beetlejuice. Now, this is going back to my thing of Tim Burton movies. Beetlejuice, for me, is S tier. It's S. It's one of my favorite movies just in general, not just Halloween, but it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Like I said, I'm a fan of Tim Burton movies, and Beetlejuice is definitely up there on that list. I loved uh, Winona Ryder. Just all all the actors in it. I loved uh, Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice in this. He was just he was amazing in this. Everything about this movie I just love. Like the music, the setting, just the Tim Burtonness of it. Just ah, I just everything. I love everything about this. S tier for me. Easily, easily S tier for me. Alrighty. Spin. I need somebody spin. Not just anybody spin, just anybody spin. Next, we got Gremlins. Gremlins, uh, sum it up real quick. Gremlins, uh, this kid finds these little things called, uh, Mogwise, I think, I think that's their name. But there's all kinds of rules, like you can't get them wet, you can't feed them after midnight. And what happens if you do is they turn into these little monsters called Gremlins. And, you know, that's ultimately what happens, and they terrorize people, and, you know, they gotta save the day. Gremlins is definitely a classic, a classic Halloween movie just in general. Uh, where did I put it, though? I put it at B. I love, I love this movie, 
It's definitely not up there. It's a solid movie, but it's definitely not up there with my favorites. Gremlins, you know, I love Gremlins. It's definitely, I'm not going to ignore the cultural impact it had, but it's definitely not my favorite Halloween movie, but I still thoroughly enjoy Gremlins nonetheless. Moving on, because I got a lot to go through here still. So I'm going to kind of try to rapid fire through the rest of these because I still got a lot to go through. Corpse Bride. Okay, Corpse Bride is another Tim Burton movie, another great Tim Burton movie. I put it at A. It's not my, you know, top favorite. A lot of these aren't my top favorite Halloween movies of all time, but Corpse Bride, another Tim Burton movie, another Johnny Depp movie. It's solid. It's part of this whole thing of, like, it's also part of this whole theory thing that, like, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Frankie Weenie, uh, Corpse Bride are all connected somehow. Uh, but ignoring that for right now, Corpse Bride is, you know, just a solid movie. It's this guy who you know, is kind of forced into this marriage with this corpse, and he's unsure at first, but then, you know, obviously falls in love. And he's like, if, you know, it takes me being dead to marry you because you're the love of my life, then that's what I'll do. Because he's like, oh, I don't want to marry a corpse, but then the more time he spends, he's like, oh, you're actually, like, the one for me. I love you, and in order to be with you, I have to be dead. So, you know, that's the whole premise behind it. Corpse Bride, it's a great movie. It's an emotional movie. It's it's Tim Burton. What else do you want? Corpse Bride. Uh, I was going to say S, but no, I put it at A. A. Spin for our next movie. Psycho. Our next movie is Psycho. Probably like the classics of classics when you're talking about Halloween movies or scary movies in general. I put it at an A because because of that fact, because it's like the classic of classics. It's a really good movie there's obviously the infamous shower scene which is also what inspired one of my favorite songs that i've been listening to recently the shower scene by uh ice nine kills ice nine kills they did this album called uh uh silver streams and another album called uh welcome to horrorwood where they just do songs based off of uh, halloween movies and halloween or scary franchises and one of the songs that they've done is the shower scene, which is obviously based off of Psycho. It's just, it's a classic, classic movie. Um, it spawned its own TV show spinoff, uh, Bates Motel. It's, I don't know what else I can say about Psycho. It's a classic Halloween movie. Let's spin again, shall we? Spin, spin, spin. Because I still, still got plenty to go through here. The Mist. Okay. The Mist. I really, I remember this movie fondly just because of the ending. The Mist, for those of you that haven't seen it, The Mist, uh, there's this big mist that takes over this town and a lot of people uh, lock themselves up in this grocery store. But the thing with The Mist is if you go out in The Mist, there are these monsters that'll come find you and kill you. These people hold up in this grocery store. It focuses on this family more than anything. I think a lot of the people in the grocery store eventually end up going out into the mist and they all die off. And this family goes into this car and, you know, they escape in their vehicle. But then the vehicle all of a sudden stops and they're like, oh, well, we're trapped in the mist. We're going to die. We have to, you know, we have to sacrifice ourselves, basically. So the mom... And the two kids end up killing themselves. And then the dad is about to kill himself when he hears some weird noise. The family, they were hearing noises, so they figured the monsters were coming. So they figured they would all kill themselves. Uh, the mom and the, the children killed themselves. The dad was about to, but then the mist started to clear. And he noticed it was the military running through. And, you know, basically clearing out the mist. And he's all distraught, and he's just devastated that now his family is dead for basically nothing. And that's how the movie ends. That's literally how the movie ends. He's just like, oh, my family's dead. They're all dead. Movie ends. I believe this is based off a Stephen King book. I put it at a B just because I don't remember anything else about the movie except for the ending. 
because the ending was just like, ha ha, you killed your family for nothing, ha ha ha. But no, I put it at a B. It's not a great movie, but it's uh, it's a solid movie if you really want something that fucks with you. Spin for our next movie. The Shining. Okay. The Shining. I put it S tier. It's it's a classic. I love The Shining. I love it's Jack, uh, again, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> it's probably like the most infamous uh, horror movie of all time with, you know, Jack, you know, the act scene, the here's Johnny, that whole thing. It's, <laughs> it's a classic. Like, what else can I say? <laughs> the one scene that plays in my mind every time I think of The Shining is when she's, uh, when she's fighting Jack off, like going up the st- huh, Jack off. <laughs> when she's when she's like gunning away from Jack, you know, going up the stairs with the bat, and Jack is uh Jack Torrance is that his last name? Torrance. He's following her up the stairs, and he's like, "Baby, honey, light of my life, you know, put put down the bat, put the bat down," and <laughs> just she just decks him upside the head. And there's obviously the scene where, you know, she escapes with the child. They're going through the maze and Jack is uh, chasing them. And all of a sudden, at one point, it cuts to a scene where he obviously got lost in the maze. And he's just there frozen in the snow. Um, what else can I say? It's probably one of the, the most famous horror movies of all time. And for good reason. It's a classic. It's a certified classic. Certified freak. Eight days a week. <laughs> anyway... Let's move on with the next one I got on this list. Scream. Okay. Scream. I don't have a lot of experience with Scream because, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the original Scream. Uh, That being said... Oh, there it is. I thought I lost it for a second. Uh, Scream. It's definitely classic. Uh, Ghostface. Uh, you know, he tracks down people, calls them, he's like, what's your favorite scary movie, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, and Matthew Lillard is amazing in this movie. I put it at A just because of Matthew Lillard. I'm a huge fan of anything he does. He obviously cares about what he does. And he put, he put his Lillussie into it. <laughs> he put his whole Matthew Lillussie into it. He's just... It's a it's a great movie. It still kind of fucks with you, makes you jump. It's it's a great movie. What else did I say? I put it at A tier. All right, moving on. By the way, I want to apologize. I'm not. I know I'm not going into a lot of detail with these, but I got a lot of movies, and I'm trying to get through these in a timely manner so you don't get bored. Adam's Family Values. <coughs> Excuse me. Adam's Family Values. I love this movie. This is like. One of the biggest movies I remember growing up. Uh, Adam's Family Values. Now, this is actually the sequel to the original live-action Adam's Family. Uh, the one with Christina Ricci and... Uh, God, what's her face? Hold on. Let me look at the cast, because I forgot who plays Morticia in this. So, we had the original Adam's Family that came out in uh, 1981. Uh, Angelica Houston is the one that played Morticia. And you got Raul Julia as Gomez and Christopher Lloyd as uh, <laughs> Gordon Traven, a.k.a. you know, uh, Uncle Fester. <laughs> that's that's the name I was looking for. But Adams, the original Adams Family came out in 1991, and Adams Family, nope, not that one. Adams Family Values came out in '93. This is the one I grew up with, and this is the one I remember watching the most. Adam's Family Values is just, it's a great movie. I remember the whole thing with the baby. I believe this is the one where uh, uh, Wednesday and uh, Pudsley go to that summer camp. (laughs) And they're kind of put into that Thanksgiving play where Wednesday just kind of takes over and is like, hey... You know, the Indians are treated unfairly and we're not going to do this, you know, by the book. And they end up actually, like, setting fires to the set and everything. 
I just, a Wednesday, you know, she was obviously a big hit in the first movie, but I believe Wednesday shined the most in this movie. Uh, but yeah, it's Adam's family. What else can I say? Adam's family values. Definitely. God, where did I put it? Hold on. Let me pull up my list again because I'm a yutz. I put it S tier. One of my favorite Halloween movies ever. And I will die on that hill to this day. What have we got next? What have we got next? <laughs> oh my god. So the next pick was Adam's Family 91. So the first Adam's Family. Where did I put that one? I put that at A. So basically, going off of my last point, I love Adam's Family values more than I did the original. So I put the first Adam's Family at A and Adam's Family values at S. Moving on now, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Final Destination 3. Where did I put that? I put that at C. Final Destination. These movies are infamous for people dying in like really gruesome and easily preventable ways. Uh, the first one was a good movie. The third one is kind of where it started getting ridiculous. I only put it at a C because I remember once uh, we had the DVD for it. I think we rented it. And I put it at a C because there was a feature on the DVD that was basically like a choose-your-own-adventure. Like, the movie would play, and at certain points, like, a choice would pop up. And obviously, if you made the wrong choice, then, you know, other people would die, not the people that are supposed to die in the movie i guess but i guess there's a way where you could kind of make the main person die which how they did it they basically took like a shot of the main character looking shocked zoomed in on it and then played the credits but i had a lot of fun with that that's the only reason it's higher on the list for me but i'll still put it at a c because uh after a while the final the deaths in final destination started getting ridiculous and they were just I felt like they got they were gruesome just for mainly shock factor and not for like just you know good storytelling. Like I think in Final Destination three is has a scene where the guy's working now and he gets more angry about something. They have a conversation about something and he gets more angry and more intense as he's working out and he's like slamming these weights down and you see like these decorative swords above him just shaking and rattling, which. This is what I mean by ridiculous, just obviously, like, why would you put, you know, real swords, real sharp swords in a, uh, in a, in a gym, in a gym where they can easily get bumped and, you know, fall or whatever. But what happens with that is, you know, obviously he gets more intense. I believe at some point the swords, like, detach, but they're still attached to the, the wall, so, like, the blades come swinging down. And he's still holding this workout machine up. And he's like, yeah, see, I can't die. And then he puts the, he puts the, uh, he puts the weights down and something in the weight machine comes loose and completely obliterates his head. So that was like, well, it was gruesome. I'm just like, seriously, this is, this is kind of, this is kind of getting ridiculous. So. Uh, anyway, um, I better move on with this list before I get too into it, but yeah, I put Final Destination at C. Let's spin again. We're really starting to really narrow down all of these. Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Oh, right. I put it at S tier. It's a classic Mel Brooks movie. Uh, it has Gene Wilder in it. Gene Wilder is the scientist who made Frankenstein. It's a, you know, it's Mel Brooks. You know, what else can you expect? It's a really good movie. Uh, it's definitely one of the, the classic Mel Brooks movies, along with, like, Robin Hood Men in Tights and, like, Blazing Saddles. Uh, Young Frankenstein. I put it at S tier. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I watched it as a kid. My dad is a huge fan of Mel Brooks movies. And I just, I've been in love with the movie ever since, so... Young Frankenstein, definitely a big, a, you know, big uh, highlight for me as far as, like, Halloween movies. Definitely up there for me. S tier, for sure.
<laughs> I have strong opinions about this one. Casper, Spirited Beginning. Not the first one. The second one, Spirited Beginning. I put it at an F. The reason I put it at an F is because they tried to make it a prequel to the original Casper movie that came out, which I adore. And it's just, it's bad. They did James Earl Jones so dirty in this movie. James Earl Jones plays like this big boss ghost that's in charge of like, uh, bringing, bringing ghosts to the afterlife. You know, after they die, they get on this train, go to this processing station, and then they get their, their hunting license or their spook license. But obviously Casper, what happens is Casper got thrown off the train and he goes off, he kind of wanders off into, uh, the real world and you know shenanigans happen and uh james Earl jones is the boss Polly shore plays like his assistant and i guess this is supposed to be how casper got his start but none of what happens relates to the original casper movie at all like they completely ignored the original casper movie and kind of just did their own thing there's a reason that this movie i believe went straight to vhs it was a straight to vhs movie which could probably tell you the quality of it it's it's not a great movie it is a terrible movie i hate it i hate that i owned it as a kid it's it's terrible the only saving grace is that uh the original three ghosts uh stinky uh i forget god why am i blanking on their names <laughs> i should have done this research so i don't sound like an asshole but the original three, like his uncles or whatever, the ghost, the ghostly trio, those actors are still there. Uh, the original Casper actor is still there, but everything else about this movie is just, it's not good. It's cheesy. It's like early 2000s cheesy. It's not good. I don't recommend Spirited Beginning. Definitely watch the original if you're going to watch a Casper movie. Anyway, moving on. We're starting to really narrow it down here. All right, we got the original It. Uh, see, the original came out in 1990. The original with uh, obviously Tim Curry as Pennywise. I love the original. It's, I mean, it's what started everything. It set the standard for like evil clown movies, I suppose. But yeah, the original It, I absolutely love. I don't know what else I could say. Uh, fun fact about the original It, it actually came out as a miniseries, which was later, you know, compiled into one big movie. Uh, Tim Curry obviously, you know, set the standard for Pennywise, and I don't think anybody else has, you know, topped him since as far as, like, evil clowns. The original It, I put it, God, where did I put it? Where did I put it? I put it at A tier. Definitely, definitely A tier. Definitely A tier for me. It's a solid, solid Halloween movie. Spin, 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 spin. Scooby Doo, the live action Scooby Doo. I love this movie. I don't care what anyone says. I love the live action Scooby Doo. It is a solid movie. It definitely, like, it could have been worse than it was, and it's like one of the best. One of the best live action, you know, cartoon live action adaptations I've ever seen. Uh, Stupid Doo, I put it at A tier. I put it at A tier. There are some issues with it, looking back. Like, the CGI is kind of like, eh, you know, nowadays in some places. But overall, it is a great movie. It is a great way to bring Stupid Doo into live action. Again, Matthew Lillard in it. He Matthew Lillard plays Shaggy in the live action Stupid Doo. And... He actually did such a good job that Matthew Lillard is now, like, the voice of Shaggy for, like, everything. Like, all, you know, Scooby-Doo stuff that comes out now, he's he's the voice of Shaggy. So, I just, I love that movie. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, <laughs> I believe this movie is the reason, you know, people got on the Velma is Hot train, which... Honestly, I don't know why people weren't on that train uh, sooner. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that symbol for Daphne. Nah, fuck that. I want a Velma. That's the one for me. 
anyway, anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, Stewie Doo, a tier for me. God, God. All right, moving on, moving on. Child's play. So I guess what I'm gonna, what I mean by child's play, I mean like the original and then all the other like. Chucky movies by that extent. Where did I put Child's Play? I put it at a B. It's it's still a really good movie. It's a classic movie. Again, uh, one of my favorite bands, Ice Nine Kills, did a song based off of like Chucky and all that. It's called Assault and Batteries. And um, anything, I guess. Anyway, uh, talking about Child's Play, it's a great movie. You know, Chucky the Killer Doll. Uh, absorbs souls and all that. Uh, it's a great movie. The only reason I put it at B is because it reminds me of it. The movie terrified me as a kid. Like it traumatized me as a kid because I believe I saw the uh, VHS, VHS cover for it in a video store when I was like eight, I believe seven, six, seven. But I saw the cover for it off in the distance, and all I could see, I couldn't even see the title. All I saw was Chucky's face staring into my soul. It, Chucky was just there staring into my soul. And that freaked me the fuck out as a kid. And I just, I was so terrified of it. I wanted nothing to do with Child's Play for like the longest time. Nowadays, I'm just like, why was I scared of this? But Child's Play, I put it at a B only because. It traumatized me as a kid, but nowadays, you know, it's a solid movie. I can definitely get behind it. Definitely, I put it at B tier. Moving on. We're really starting to narrow these down. Original Final Destination. Uh, I already covered this, so I'll be brief about it. I put it at A. Like I said, the original Final Destination, great. Still, you know, still the reason I fear uh, driving anywhere near a truck carrying logs. But, yeah, the original Final Destination, great. All the ones after it, eh, mediocre. Moving on. <coughs> God, all these Halloween movies are killing my throat. Casper, the original the original Casper with Christina Ricci and everything. I actually really, this is actually the reason I wanted to do this, this episode. I wanted to talk about all these Halloween movies because I got to think of the original Casper movie and I absolutely love it. I looked it up. Not many other people love it. Not many other people think it's good. Like, I think it has like a six out of 10 on uh, IMDb. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, a lot of people, a lot of people are mixed on it. It's like below 50%, but a lot of people are mixed on it. But honestly, I don't care. I love this movie. I absolutely love this movie because it honestly still holds up today. A lot of people are unsure about, you know, doing like a live action Casper adaptation, which not many people remember because Casper came out. Well, Casper was a cartoon. Casper the Friendly Ghost was a cartoon that came out, like, in the 50s, I believe. And not many people were thinking of Casper, but then they decided to bring it to, you know, bring it to the silver screen. And they did it phenomenally. I love this movie. I will still watch it to this day. It's one of my top movies, like, I have to watch during the month of October. I, I love this movie. I absolutely love this movie. I loved it as a kid. I still love it now. I put it at S tier. Yes, I put it at S tier because it's, like I said, it's a great movie. <laughs> and the one thing I love about this movie is uh, during the credits of the movie, uh, the Dulce Trio plays, uh, or kind of rocks out. Well, the son that plays is Casper by uh, Little Richard. They He basically, he just did like a, jazzy rock song for uh Casper and it just you know they rock out to that and 
at some point, you know, the credits start playing, and there's a part where uh, Little Richard does his little and one of the Dosey Trio cuts through the credits, like rips them in half to do that part, and all of a sudden it's just like, just kind of unexpected. You're just like, oh, you're watching the credits, all of a sudden they pop up, and you're like, ah, oh god, where'd you come from? But it's it's a great movie. That's my biggest memory for it. But uh, it's a great movie. It's I love Casper so much. I think you didn't watch it anywhere, but Casper, I love Casper. I love Casper. All right. Moving on. Oh, Casper S-tier. I don't know if I mentioned that, but yes, S-tier. All right. We are down to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We are down to the last seven. So hopefully whatever the last one ends up being, it, you know, ends on a good note. So next we got Paranormal Activity. All right, this is the one that I was afraid it was gonna be was gonna be the last one, but thankfully it ended up being the next one. Uh, Paranormal Activity F. Same thing I said about Blair Witch Project. I hate the found footage stuff. It's just you know Paranormal Activity. It it didn't do anything for me as far as scares. If you love it, you know that's all fine and dandy. You know, do you? But personally for me, I just hate those like found footage, like security footage type movies. I just, I didn't like Paranormal Activity. I, I didn't like it at all. I think I first watched it when I was in high school. Didn't like it then, don't really like it now. So Paranormal Activity F tier for sure. Friday the 13th. Alrighty, Friday the 13th. Probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, I have, like, I have two different Friday the 13th themed shirts. Like, I have one that, a gray t-shirt that says, like, Camp Crystal Lake and on the back says Counselor. And I have another one that straight up just says Friday the 13th and has, like, Jason on it. Uh, actually, one of my ringtones, one of my text tones that I have downloaded, or my one of my ringtones slash text tones, is the the Jason thing Friday the Thirteenth? So like whenever my phone goes off, it just goes. <laughs> I love Friday the Thirteenth. So a lot of the sequels that came off of it were kind of mediocre, but just talking about the original Friday the Thirteenth, it's a solid Halloween movie. I love you know Jason Voorhees everything. I, I love it. I love Friday the 13th. It's a certified classic. I actually thought about being Jason once for Halloween, but I don't know if I'm tall enough. I mean, I'm 6'2", so I could probably easily be Jason. But anyway, Friday the 13th. Fun fact, actually. There is a lake here in Minnesota. Either it's still there or they took it out by now, but there is a lake here in Minnesota where they put, like, a life-size Jason statue at the bottom of. And uh, I have thalassophobia, which is a fear of deep, dark water. So the fact that I could be swimming in a lake with a statue of Jason below me, I just, no, it makes my butthole clench. Just, no. Uh, Friday the 13th, great movie. You know, the original with Jason killing all kinds of teens having sex. I, you know, it's a classic. It's a classic. I definitely, I recommend Friday the 13th for sure. All right. We only got a few left. What do we got next? What do we got next? What do we got next? We got Carrie both. Now, I put both the 1976 version and the 2013 version in this. Uh, where did I put Carrie? I put it as C tier. Uh, while it is based off of a Stephen Tain book, and I do like the original more than like the the 2013 one, even though the 2013 one was like all about doing more dramatic stuff and cinematic stuff and whatever. And the one from '76, obviously being in 1976, had to work with what they had. You know, this is the era before Star Wars. So, or <laughs> literally the year before Star Wars. So, uh, both Carrie movies, I put it as C. They're solid movies. Not my favorite by far. They're they're pretty decent movies. Um, like I said, I prefer 
I prefer the original over the the remake or whatever. But you know, they're still pretty solid. I would definitely wouldn't pick it. Like if it was one of my options, I wouldn't pick Terry. But I mean, it's a pretty decent movie. It's a pretty decent movie. If you're gonna watch it, uh, I definitely recommend watching the original. Like if you're gonna watch both, watch the original before you watch the remake, just to get a idea of what they go for. Because I think the remake does stuff a little different than the original does. But yeah, it's decent movie. You know, not my favorite, but um, if I'm sat down to watch it, like, I'll watch it. All right. We got the It from 2017. We got It from 2017, I should say. <laughs> now, obviously, this is a remake of the original It, and this one, this one actually split up into two movies, technically. There was It and then It Chapter 2, because... The original It was a miniseries, and they broke up, you know, the whole thing into multiple parts. Whereas this one was only broken up into two parts. The first movie being, you know, all the all the original kids, and then the sequel being them as adults dealing with Pennywise. Uh, but It, I put it at a B, because it's it's a solid remake of the original It. Uh, what's his name? Uh. God, okay, I gotta look this up, I gotta, oh wait, I already had it open, so I gotta, it chapter two, alright, I'll go with chapter two, I guess, who is it, Bill Starsgard, that's who Pennywise was, Bill Starsgard did a, like, his own thing, like, he didn't try to imitate Tim Curry's Pennywise at all, like, he did his own thing, and that's what puts it up there for me, it puts it at a B tier, because Bill Starsgard, he decided to do his own thing. He made Pennywise a lot more creepier and, you know, a lot less clown-like. Whereas Tim Curry's was just like, Hey, Georgie, we all float down here. Bill Starsdard was like, Hello, Georgie. What is this? Do you want to back? We all float down here, Georgie. I just... I loved his Pennywise. I loved his Pennywise. I definitely prefer the original over this one, but like I said, I'll put it at a B just because of Bill Starsdard's, you know, take on Pennywise. All right, down to the final three. Hopefully it ends on a strong note. It doesn't end on the one I hope it ends. I think it'll end on. Oh, okay. Monster House. Monster House, for those that don't know, it's a movie about these three kids. Uh, supposedly there's this house that was abandoned or there's an old guy that lives there that nobody wants to deal with. And the house is supposedly possessed by the spirit of his dead wife who was buried underneath the house. And these kids eventually work with the old man to destroy the house once and for all. Uh, where did I put Monster House? Where did I put it? 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 Did I even put it in here? Oh, I put it at C. I put it at C. It's, you know, a pretty solid movie. I remember watching it a lot as a kid. I definitely don't enjoy it as much as I do now. Like, it's a pretty... Like, it has its funny moments. Like, there's uh, the moment where all three kids eventually go into the house. And one of the girl in the group sees uh, the rug that's, you know, flopping around. And the girl is just like, if that's the ton, and then looks at the chandelier and she's like, then that must be the uvula, uvula. And then the fact in the group is like, oh, so it's a girl house. That That's still like, even though it's a stupid joke, it still makes me kind of like every time I watch it, it still makes me go. <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's it's not a great movie. I mean, the animation definitely has aged, but. It's still a pretty solid movie, nonetheless. It's definitely C-tier for me. Alright, so rather than spin the wheel again, and, you know, because I only have two left, I'm just going to go over the last two I have. So, the last two on this wheel are... Well, let's start with the first one I want to talk about before I get to the last one. The I have Zombieland. Now, Zombieland, where did I put Zombieland? I put it at a C. 
I love Zombieland. Uh, if you don't know what Zombieland is, Zombieland basically deals with uh, people dealing with like a zombie apocalypse. It's Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, Abigail Breslin. It's 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 still a great movie. Like I'll still watch it. I put it at a C because you know it's it's a great movie. It's nothing to write home about. It's definitely not like what you want for spooks. It's definitely it's more of an entertaining thing. Uh, the reason I put it at sea, and one big highlight for me, is when they uh, come across this random mansion to kind of hole up in, and they're just like, I wonder who this mansion belongs to. And so, at one point, they're watching a movie, and uh, I guess I guess Bill Murray comes in, but Bill Murray hasn't turned into a zombie. Like, Bill Murray plays himself. He hasn't turned into a zombie. And he come across, comes across uh, Woody Harrelson's character, uh, Tennessee, I believe is his character's name, but he reveals to Tennessee that he's not actually a zombie and, uh, Tennessee just is freaking out. He's just like, Bill fucking Murray. He's just freaking out so bad. And he decides to play a prank on a uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character while, well, while they're watching a movie and he comes in, Bill Murray, like acts all zombie like, uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character freaks out, shoots him, like actually shoots him. And then he's just like, he quickly realizes, he's just like, is that Bill, Bill Murray after being shot? He sits down and he's like, is that how you greet people? And then uh, Jesse Eisenberg is like, oh my god, I shot Bill Murray. Like he's freaking out because he realizes he actually just killed the real Bill Murray, like actual Bill Murray. And it's just that's just one highlight for me. But I will say, as a whole, Zombieland, you know, Great movie. Uh, I put the sequel in there as well. Uh, Zombieland Double Tap. I, you know, it had some, it had its great moments, but uh, you know, Zombieland. I guess as a whole, both uh, the first one and the second one, I'll just put it C tier because it's a great movie. You know, not nothing right home about, but I definitely will you know watch it if it's one of my only options. All right, the last one, and this is the one I definitely wanted to end on: Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, I originally put this at A tier because obviously there are movies that I put that I like more than this. But after looking at it, you know what? Nightmare Before Christmas deserves an S tier. It's had such a cultural impact. So many people, you know, have bought merchandise for it. <laughs> My wife is looking at me nodding her head like, yeah, you better put it at S tier. <laughs> we was about to fight. No, I like I originally put it A tier because I was like, you know what? There are other movies I'd put above it, but it definitely deserves S tier with the cultural impact it's had, just all the music in it, the Tim Burtonness of it. It's it's a great movie, you know. I love everything about Nightmare Before Christmas. I actually just listened to the whole soundtrack today because I have a Halloween playlist, so I literally listened through the whole soundtrack. Well, not the whole soundtrack, just a lot of the the actual songs, not like the it's yeah my wife just said it's a favorite or our favorite well hers and my favorite movie of all time as well there's i mean there's other movies that you know i definitely do love more than ever before christmas but i still will put it at s tier for just how big of a how big of a movie it is it's like the go-to movie and i do love with Number before christmas that it's not only a halloween movie but it can double as a christmas movie and, I mean, you could watch it any time of year as well, but, yeah, just, it could be a Halloween movie, it could be a Christmas movie, it's, it's, it's a great movie, so I would definitely put it at S tier. And, with that, that brings me to the end of this list. This is the longest episode I have done in a while, my god. But, I figured with all the movies I had, this is gonna be a long list, and... Uh, I would have, I would have done this with my wife, but you know, she had other, she had other plans. So I was like, you know what? That's fine. I'll just, I'll title it solo or whatever. You know, I don't want to make her have to come and, you know, do all this stuff, you know, have a long day at work and then come and do all, all this, all this nonsense with me, you know, rattle on for however long with my, with my stupid ass, but yeah, that's that's my tier list. I know there are people that are definitely going to disagree with me. So if you do have an opinion about 
any of these movies, let me know on social media. Link will be in the link tree in the description. I actually changed it around so the socials are a lot easier to find this time. Uh, definitely let me know like what your guys' favorite Halloween movies are. Like, you know, your own tier list, where you would rank movies. Uh, actually, just a review. Before I end this episode, let me run down the list which So we got uh, an S tier. We got Rocky Horror Picture Show, Casper, Beetlejuice, Adam's Family Values, The Shining, Friday the 13th, Young Frankenstein, and Night Before Christmas. In A tier, we got Hocus Pocus, Adam's Family, 91, Scooby-Doo, Ghostbusters, Torps Bride, The Original It, Scream, The Original Final Destination, which is of Eastwick and Psycho. In B, we got Hubie Halloween, Child's Play, Gremlins, It from 2017, Halloween, Ever Scissorhands, Practical Magic, Silence of the Lambs, and The Mist. C, we have Monster House, Final Destination 3, Zombieland, Resident Evil, and Terry, both 1976 and 2013. D tier, we have Jennifer's Body. And F tier, we have Blair Witch Project, Paranormal Activity, and Casper Spirited Beginning. So, that's the whole thing. Like I said, if you agree or disagree with my list, let me know on social medias. Link is in the link tree in the description. Socials are a lot easier to find. Uh, with that being said, that's going to call it for this episode. Uh, let me know what other Halloween stuff I should do for this month. There's a lot more spooks coming, my ghost ghouls and non-binary fools. But with all that being said, I hope you guys drink plenty of water, uh, do all kinds of spooky stuff out there. It is it is the month of spooks. It is the month where, you know, witches run amok. I've been Cameron. And as always, I will see you guys in the next episode. 